0: Okay, guys, welcome to uh, Beyond the Wood Line. My special guest tonight is Felipe Mendoza. I'm sure everyone is very familiar with him and knows who he is. Um, yeah, he's been on the scene for quite a while. And um, he's got his own shows now, uh, one of them being Mysterious Woods, the other one being Big Dog Random Show. And then the other one he's affiliated with is uh, Squatch Dogs. So how you doing, Felipe? Doing good, doing good. Uh, just enjoying this weather, it's getting nice.
1: So uh, I think there's gonna be a lot of people running out in the woods. I know yeah. I just got back from Arkansas. I did a little camp out out there. Uh, it was, the weather was excellent. It got a little cold the first night. Uh, Second night wasn't so bad, but I got a little buddy heater, and then my lady was keeping me warm. Oh yeah,
0: good good deal, man. Good
1: deal. Yeah, which I uh, twisted her arm and proposed to her, and she couldn't
0: refuse. <laughs> well, that's good, man. Yeah, you know, I congratulations on that. I think everybody was happy for you, both of you guys, really. Yeah, I got a got a lot of uh, positive feedback. Yeah, man. You yeah. know, I think uh, you got somebody to say yes. You better hold on to her, man. Yeah. She likes to, she likes
1: to do all the stuff that I like to do. She likes to go out in the woods and, you know, she's had her own uh, Bigfoot experiences and that's what, uh that's what kind of got us.
0: Yeah. That's what got us together. So thanks Bigfoot. You're a matchmaker. <laughs> there you go. There you go. You know, I always like to see that when, when there are couples out there who are doing this together, you know, cause uh, I've been in a situation where I was with someone and they didn't want to do that. You know, so it, it was uh it, it actually puts a strain on relationship a little bit, so that's good that uh, you have someone who wants to go out there and do that stuff with you and who's, who's happy to be with you. So that's a good deal, man. Well, I think that on your show, we're going to do a flip flop. So we're going to be
1: finding out what put a strain on your stuff. What What got you? Did you have a sighting? Did you see Bigfoot? Did you experience Bigfoot? What happened?
0: Well, my whole life, I've always been interested in like Bigfoot and the paranormal, UFOs, aliens, uh, other strange cryptids. Um, I had a neighbor that I grew up with, and his dad worked, worked with my dad actually. So we would always go to his house, and this guy had so many stories pertaining to all that stuff. And we, man, we would sit there and we would just be enthralled by his stories. And we would get scared. We'd be afraid. We had to walk across the street to my house. We'd be afraid to cross the street. We would like run back across the street. Cause this guy had so many stories man and uh so that's actually what got me interested in it uh you know my dad was interested in the subject too anytime like a show like in search of would come on we'd watch it of course you know anything else would come up he'd call us and say, hey come on check this out the shows on you know man. and then i got to where i would check out books in the library it wasn't very many but uh the books that they did have i would check them out and read them um i i remember having a book where it had like stuff about bigfoot aliens ghosts you know all that stuff It had like human combustion in it i remember that you know where they showed that that's creepy stuff yeah yeah so i was i was i was interested in all that stuff and it just really really just piqued my interest and i didn't start going out until all the bigfoot shows started coming out you know and uh at that time i didn't know what the hell i was doing but uh you don't think think anybody did yeah i mean yeah, and I just uh, was probably doing stuff I shouldn't have been doing, like letting my kids run out there. You know, with, uh, not really uh, uh, just you know aware of what was what else was out there. You know, I knew I knew we had hogs and bobcats and stuff like that, but you know, I was for you can kind of handle that situation better than, than what could really happen because I really didn't know all the stories that I had heard. You know. Uh, you know, well you know once i heard those stories about what happens to people or what can happen to people and the missing people and uh some of the old stories about the physical encounters with these creatures so uh, once i once i learned that i was uh loop is out loop is on here yeah once once i heard those stories i was like man i better pull the ranges back a little <laughs> bit on the kids that's my best man right there yeah man yes he is good dude
1: so you were out running around using the kids for bait Basically, basically what I was doing. Yeah. You
0: know, uh,
1: you know what, now that I think about it, I think that's what my cousin and Brandon and
0: them were doing with me. Yeah, I'm sure they were. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, uh, one day, we're walking out there and uh, it was, uh, it was me and my ex and my sister and her husband were out there walking. I had my kids with me that day. And it was funny that day. We were walking down this trail and the trail made a, a sharp right turn, and my youngest was way ahead of me. She's maybe, you know, 30, 35 feet in front of me. She had her earbuds in, and I heard some talking, like people were talking. And Ooh. I was I was yelling at her, Hey, you know, I was Nat, get over here, get over here. But she didn't hear me. I could still hear that talking. And so I yelled at her louder, and she stopped, turned around. She says, What? I said, There's people coming. You're going to run right into them, you know, when you turn that corner. I said, You're going to run into them. Get get over here with me, you know. So she came back. And, we walked to that corner and there was nobody there. I was like, what the heck was that? You know, and then,
1: uh, what, 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 did it sound like a different language? Did it sound like just people murmuring or (laughs) yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. it it just sounded like people who were talking and you always hear the thing that they were just far out of reach enough to where you were going off, you know? So I couldn't tell you they were speaking. Yeah. I I couldn't tell you they were speaking English or Russian or Chinese or or any of that. Just I just heard people talking. It sounded like at least two people talking. Oh and, wow! Uh, yeah. So, so we continue up the trail a little bit, and uh, by this time my ex gets further up ahead of me, and uh, I'm I'm kind of keeping an eye on my kids, and you know, and my sister, and my brother-in-law are behind me, and we're all kind of chit-chatting. And I see my ex kind of stand up on her tiptoes. She's trying to look over the brush because the brush is pretty tall. You know how the brush gets out there in the same Houston. She's mm-hmm. kind of looking, and she, and she, and she waves at me. Hey, come here! Come here! Come here! So I walk over there. I said, "What?" She said, "I saw something move over there behind this tree," and she points. So I'm looking over there, and as I look, I see like a flash of fur go from one tree to another, just real, real quick. And um, it was like a that that that, that orangeish reddish fur, you know, like an orangutan color. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, almost like the orange tint to it, you know. And so I said, yeah. So I pointed. I said, yeah, I saw it. it. was right there. She goes, no, not there. She pointed a little bit to the left of where I was pointing. and She goes, it was over here behind this tree. So, you know, I, I saw, I'm 5'8", and my brother-in-law, he's a little bit shorter than I am. So I, I told my brother-in-law, hey, let's go walk over there. Let's see what we can find. And, uh, uh, we go there to this tree. We're looking around. We don't see anything. And so we come back and I told my ex. I said, well, there's nothing over there. We didn't see anything. And she says, Well, whatever I saw, she said it was taller than you because I couldn't even see you, you were Patrick, you know, with all the brush. She, and she kind of did her hands like, If you and Patrick are this high, whatever it was was up here, it was this high. And it was funny because I didn't ask her until like the next day. I said, Okay, what did you see? You know, she told me that she heard like a branch or a limb snap. So she looked in that direction and then she was scanning the wood line. She says that if it hadn't been moved, she wouldn't have seen it. But it it it, went, it it moved to the left behind the tree, you know. And I asked her what it looked like. She said it was gray. And in that part of the of, of where I was at, that uh, there's been a gray one, which I didn't know anything about until I, I saw I know where you are. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's funny because when I would talk to other people about it, and we talk off the air or in private, it's the same area, the same area where that gray one's been seen. And I just. Yeah. You know um so you know you know with man i saw i'm lucky that i went out and found this area on my own because to me i don't like intruding on other people's stuff you know and this is before i really knew anybody in the field i didn't even know people were going out there but then once i found out you know uh you know like Lupe would, would, would tell me some stuff and you know the garrett told me some stuff and so i knew i was in i was in a good area so i, I that's what area i kind of uh, scope out every time I go out there. And that's where I found, you know, three inch tracks and in the eight inch tracks I found last summer. You know, yeah, I had, yeah. you know, I had a stick thrown at me, but um I say about 2016 and 2017 in November, I remember it was November twenty seventeen because I went out there uh trying to clear my mind it was right before Thanksgiving. And a rock bounced off the bill of my cap. You know. Oh, wow! So he's yeah. just trying to get your attention or just kind of messing with you, yeah yeah,', yeah.
1: uh if it was a boulder, it probably wouldn't have been such a good
0: <laughs> yeah, if I were to bounced off the, the my cat bounce a, off my head, it'd have bounced off your melon, <laughs> so yeah, yeah were, you, were you
1: alone at that time
0: on um, that time, I was alone, yeah, like I said I went out there to clear my head, you know I was going yeah. through some stuff, and, uh, and I went out there at the last minute, I was just actually taking a drive, and I drove out there. I didn't have a backpack with me, didn't have a gun with me, didn't have a bottle of water, nothing, you know. And uh, broke all the rules. Broke all the rules. Yeah. And then that day, I went out there uh, uh, to another area, I really want to say. But you know, it's got like a couple of ponds in that area. And I walked out behind the back. And dude, I got lost back there. I was actually on Facebook Live, and Lupe was on there. We were kind of chatting back and forth. And I lost connection. And, uh, did I got twisted around there <laughs> that day. Like I said, I don't have anything with me. And anyway, I just, yeah. And, and, dude, I have been back there dozens and dozens of times. But for whatever reason, I got twisted, you know? And uh, i just so lucky that I happened to look down at my phone. I said, man, I, just, I hope my maps work. And, and then I found the ponds and I got out. So yeah, funny. the thing about that is uh, the woods
1: never look the same. I don't care how many times you go in there. Really? I mean, all the seasons will change it. Uh, trees will fall and it's always moving, always changing. So it's, I mean, even though you've been out there a hundred times, I mean, you can still get
0: turned around. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you gotta be careful. Yeah. And then the second weird thing that happened to me that I, I don't know if you've ever heard the story, but I, I rarely, rarely tell it cause it's just such a weird, weird story, but I'll, I'll let you and your listeners decide if I'm crazy or not. Um, so I was out there with a couple of guys, one being uh, Shane and the other being Armando, and he had his truck parked kind of on the side of the road and maybe just a little bit under some trees, but it, he wasn't completely under the trees. He was off the road enough to where cars could go by him. And um, we're sitting out there, we're at camp, and we, his truck gets hit with something. And it didn't sound like it was something that fell from the top. It sounded like he got hit from the side. And uh, it just sounded like a side shot. And we looked all around his truck and inside the bed of his truck, make sure nothing fell inside. And so we walked out past this road and there's a little clearing and then there's a pond over there. Uh, he had this bright, bright freaking flashlight. And as he was shining from his right to his left, right when the, uh, the light got to a certain area, I saw two legs jump out of this light. And it was, Whoa. it was two legs, dude. I'm telling you it was two legs. Either it moved so fast, I just I didn't see a top half, or there wasn't a top half. You know, I just I just didn't see a top half. That's all I'm gonna say. I didn't see it, but I saw two brown, hairy legs, very 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 brown, very shaggy. Yeah. Wow. But I didn't see a top half. I don't. Like I said, I don't know if it it freaked me out. Maybe that's a part of it. You know, because it caught me completely off guard. Uh, But uh, you know, Armando Shane didn't see it. But I was like, no, I saw it. I saw it and these legs were, were big from the, from the thighs down to the calves. They look like the same size. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, like a human, like, you know, they kind of taper off a little bit. Cause even the, even the biggest dude, the biggest bodybuilder, big thighs or whatever, it, you know, his legs narrowed down to his calves and to his ankles. This thing, it, his legs are just as big as the thighs is all the way down to his ankles. You know, almost like a cartoon, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't tall though. Whatever it was, it didn't have tall legs. They were short, short legs. I yeah. think it was a juvenile. Yeah, I would think I, if, if that's what it was, it was a juvenile because it wasn't big. It, their legs probably weren't even taller than my legs, but they were definitely probably twice the size, easy, easy. Wow! But that's, but that's cool. something I don't talk about because I don't know. You know, I, I just don't know what to say. You know, and I don't know what to. <laughs> it was, yeah. Well, Speaking, I mean, of the devil over here. I was, I was just talking about you, Shane. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I I just don't know what to say. I don't I don't talk about it, but it's something I saw. I know I saw it, you know. So I yeah. don't really make any uh, claims about it.
1: Well, the good thing is you're getting the information out there because somebody else may have experienced the exact same thing you did. So I mean, if somebody else could validate. Oh, I saw the same thing, or you know, same thing happened to me. You know, and the lake looked exactly like where you like you were talking about. You know. Mm-hmm. So there's always that, you know, because, yeah. you know, the one thing I noticed about doing my show is that when I um, started sharing my experiences, right. oh, man, it was like the floodgates just opened. I mean, I started getting and there's people that were messaging me that I've known for years that I had no idea that they even experienced anything strange. Right. So you, you just never know. You know, when you share stories like this, I mean, even though you're not 100 percent sure or. Or you know you can't really fill in the blanks. Uh, getting it out there is is uh, it's kind of important, you know. Right,
0: right. And I think that's why that's why I don't really talk about it because there's a lot of blanks there, and I know that. You know what I'm saying? I I know there's a lot of blanks there, so I don't I don't really don't publicize it too much. I've only told a few people.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, me too. I have some experiences that I don't really even talk about because. They don't really make sense when they come out of our mouth. You know, I mean, yeah. I know what I saw. I know what was going on. But when I say it, it's just like, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. Exactly. That, that, that I, goes. Yeah, I even say, hey, you know what? I saw this, but it doesn't make sense in my head. Yeah. This is what happened. And yeah. and so you never yeah. know what you're going to get.
0: Yeah, I, I think uh, when you think about it, we live in a different time for people that lived you know back in the 1800s to 1700s to 1600s can you imagine them trying to explain what they saw you know
1: yeah i mean and they probably had weird names for them or you right. know pe- pe- people don't know what to you know call them or you know especially like early settlers when they started coming in and started having weird experiences i mean it just a matter if they had internet back then we probably would already done solved the problem.
0: Right, you know, yeah, because uh, you know they describe what they see as what they what they know, you know. Yeah, yeah. I saw a bear man. Yeah, or
1: it was a crazy bear, you know. Yeah. I've heard yeah. I've heard that description, you know, mm-hmm. or just a big hairy man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or the uh, I think some of them were referring to them as hide behinds. Okay, uh, where people were, uh, you know, working on their log cabins, and there's something just standing there behind a tree, you can see its hand mm-hmm. and it's just kind of peeks off and you know, they had to deal with that type of stuff. And um, yeah, there's all kinds of names for them. Yeah. So you just never know. So have, have you uh, had any other experiences?
0: You know, I've, um, I've heard the footsteps. I was with my, uh, my youngest one day and uh, we went out to another trailer, Trail I had never been down and and she's wanna say, Hey Dad, do you hear that? I'm like, Yeah, I hear it, you know. And every time we would step, whatever it was was stepping right with us, you know. Oh, you were getting parallel, no? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh it, it, it sounded close, I just couldn't see it because that particular trail, the uh the brush almost grows up over and around you. Yeah, and uh um it's almost like a little tunnel. And, oh, uh, I know, yeah. And uh we couldn't we couldn't see it, but I got nervous and I told her, Come on, let's go back. So we went, we left and but I've had stuff like that happen. You know, we're here to hear the footsteps. You know, uh, of course, the vocals. You know, I hear this weird howling when we go out there from time to time. We don't hear it every time, but just weird howling. And, uh, you know, we, we've heard a scream out there. You know, I was out there, you know, with Shane and we and him, we both stood up when we heard that. And we were sitting down in our chairs and uh, it was just us two out there by ourselves. And that night, I mean, we had branches popping. We had wood knocks all the way around us, you know, and that was that was one of the craziest nights I've ever experienced. I mean, just wood knocks, just everywhere, man, all the way around us. And I mean, from even in the daytime, even in the daytime, we heard wood knocks. It was just yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter what
1: time of day or or at night. I mean, Sam, if, we, if we're talking about being out in the Sam, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't matter. You could be there in the middle. It could happen in the middle of the night. It could happen during the day. There's really, I mean, there's really no, uh, method to that madness. I yeah. mean, I've been been out in the middle of the day and just hear weird stuff. And, um, you know, yeah, especially when I tried to make when, I don't know if you remember when I was trying to build this weird, um, a polybaric dish where they I had them kind of facing each other and uh, it records in 360 degrees instead of in a you know where you're pointing it straight at something. Um, okay. I had built that one day and me and Bob were at, actually sitting at camp and I hadn't even turned it on and we just stopped talking and just started listening and man we were hearing all kinds of stuff and it's like they know man as soon as you push record. They shut down dude and i was like man i'm hearing it with my ears but you know i push record and you know, i'm not hearing nothing so i mean it's sometimes the recorder will pick something up but a lot of times you hear it right i mean there's been times where i've been out there and i had the recorder on i'm like man this is gonna be the best recording ever and then i go home and play it and i don't hear nothing
0: <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll listen to uh, some older audio and I'll pick something up. And say, Holy shit. I didn't, you know, I wish I learned, listened to this a long time ago, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah. you didn't know what to look for back then, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shane actually sent me a, some audio here a few months back from a, one of our trips we took like two years ago. And he's like, dude, you can hear these footsteps, you know, in you know, in the camp because I had an audio recorder sitting out there, you know? And, wow. Uh, yeah. And but uh, and then uh, I got a real good friend of mine. He goes out there and he records stuff all the time too, man. He's he's got some crazy recordings, you know. He's got uh, I don't know if I sent you that one about the owl. You can hear the owl go whoo whoo whoo, and then also you hear the whoo whoo whoo. Oh, just, I don't yeah. think I
1: don't think I got that one. I, I don't, don't remember just,
0: that. Okay, yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I'll definitely share it with you. I'll send it to you.
1: Cool, man. Yeah, I like hearing weird stuff like that because uh, back when I started getting into it, I was. I was doing a lot of audio stuff with the um computer but i was doing like music remixing and Mm. you know stuff like that i was trying to be a dj or whatever but or i would just you know redo a whole song and stuff so i I knew how to do that pretty well and you know so then when uh people started sending me recordings asking me if i could enhance stuff man i started getting weird creepy stuff man now there was one guy uh I don't know if he wants me to say his name, but he's out in the, uh I think South Carolina. He was sending me some recordings and uh they sounded like whispering. Okay. And uh when I started enhancing them, it it was like English, but the dialect was all wrong. Hmm. And it, we don't know what to make up, make I don't think it was Bigfoot, I think it was more ghost stuff or whatever. Okay. And uh you know and then he would light up a cigarette and start smoking and every time he did like puff on it and it was like Ooh. like it was I mean, fascinated by oh, it wow. so it might have been combination of stuff different things going on because um I mean this dude would he didn't care he would go out in the middle of the night and then he would hang up glow sticks and you know he was hardcore but when I shut when I sent him back the enhanced audio mm-hmm. he said I'm done I ain't doing that no really anymore yeah he, he, it creeped him out and it was and it was so weird because when i was doing it and i started hearing stuff i called him like three o'clock in the morning hey bro you gotta hear this <laughs> he's like bro uh this just can't wait till the morning i'm like no this guy just can't wait until the morning because i mean i got so into it um uh that i just if i heard something i was i would call whoever did it, you gotta hear this um, and then I had an, uh, another lady that was sending me audio, and he, uh, she said she lived out on a property by herself. But then I could hear like a little girl crying in the background, and, and I'm like, "You got any kids over there? What's when was this what you know when was this audio recorded?" Hmm. And she's like, "I don't know. Before I went to bed, I just turned it on and set it, you know, on the porch." Hmm. And I'm like, "Whoa, you got some ghost stuff or something going on." I don't know. Just weird stuff. So, yeah. yeah. Audios. Audio is pretty cool and uh, I'm still trying to do it. I don't get as many uh sent to me anymore, but man, for a while it was it was getting too weird. I was like, what are y'all sending me, you know? Cuz I was I was into it, but uh it just seemed like it was going in a weird direction, you know? Like I yeah. was either hearing paranormal stuff or uh I don't know. There was one where there was a guy was in a boat dock, and he was recording, and man, it sounded like King Kong yelling off mm-hmm. in the distance. Wow. Yeah. But uh, the recording is okay. You can hear it, but he said when he heard it, it was like in his chest. Yeah. And I was like, that's so weird. So it either when it was, it was either so loud that it was peaking the microphone, which it didn't really sound like because you know what a peaky microphone it just gets all uh, staticky or whatever right yeah when it does that but it didn't sound like it was doing it It just sounded far away but i guess it had a physical a physical sound wave or something you know where it just shot out and hit him you know that was strange
0: yeah so i'm gonna bring up shane's name again he's in the chat room so i'm gonna kind of confirm this we were out there one other time and uh I tell people not to do this because I, I got a, what I would call a negative result. Um, uh, someone told me to take a dog whistle out there. So <laughs> I went out there with this dog whistle and I was, I only been on it maybe four or five times and man, we got this growl back and it was the weirdest freaking growl I've ever heard. I've never heard a growl like that since then. That's the only time I heard that growl. And it was actually, it was, it was me, Shane, and uh, I think Ernie was out there with us, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, what do you what do you think it was? I've never it, whatever it was that growl it it was, it was projected towards us in our direction. It w- it wasn't like it was so loud that it filled up the forest. It went that that growl went from point A to point B. Does that almost make sense? Ha-
1: almost like it was in a, a tube or
0: something pointed yeah. right at you. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It was definitely directed towards us. I would I would say. there goes shane's coffin says
1: i was tripping oh you're talking about uh shane church oh yeah yeah
0: yeah 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 i thought
1: you you were talking about the other guy shane uh was it michaels or sean michaels sean michaels okay i'm sorry i get my i get my bullios confused (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. I i thought that's who you were talking about yeah um so you don't think it was any sort of uh infrasound or something maybe a higher what, frequency of infrasound what, what, or?
0: whatever this was it was it was definitely deeper than i would say higher uh
1: yeah it it was, was, i mean if it, you it, heard it it was
0: definitely higher yeah yeah it wasn't it wasn't uh i mean it was very audible i can say because you could say that you know it was a higher frequency yeah yeah
1: now did it have any effect on you guys did anybody get sick did anybody get dizzy? um
0: Nah, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Yes. We were, we were good. We were kind of freaked out for a few seconds. We all kind of stared at each other and said, "What the hell is that?"
1: Maybe that's what its uh, goal
0: was to make you guys nervous. Yeah, yeah. But that's I, I that was, that was the only time I used that whistle, and I, and I kept that thing in my truck for years after that until I sold it. As a matter of fact, it was when I got my new truck; it was still in that truck, and I said, "I don't need that whistle no more." So that's you, true. you would never do that again. No, I don't think so. Because whatever whatever it was, didn't like it. I, I know that much. I I only blown it like four or five times, and I got a response, and it wasn't right. a good response. You know, the, I I didn't think it was a good response. It was definitely, you know, aimed towards us. So.
1: If if you had to guess what it was, what would you say?
0: I'd have to say it was a squatch. You know, uh, squash. yeah. I, I've talked to other people, and they and they think it may have been like a dog man. You know.
1: That's kind of where I was going with it, but you know, yeah. you would know, you would know better because
0: you were yeah. there. So that's yeah. well, why, like I, I said, I don't know what made that sound, but I've never, I've, dude, I've never heard that before, never. You know, just like uh, sometimes when people are like, well, those moans you hear, they're just cows. I've, I've, I've heard cows a hundred times. You know, uh, uh, yeah, I've never heard a cow moans like some of these moans I've heard. You know. And, uh,
1: yeah, and I mean you usually when when you go out, it's good a good idea to kind of get an idea of the environment, how far a cow cause a you know, a moo or whatever would would yeah. travel a good, yeah. a good distance. So if yes. you yes, but, you know out there in the in the sand, there's all people dump animals all over the place out there. I mean uh, Bob's told me stories where he's walking and a horse walked up on him. Yeah, dude. Somebody just somebody just dumped a
0: horse, dude. I was out there one time, and I was and I was nowhere near the trail. I was off trail. I was I was in a deep, thick part. I was trying to make my way through these damn brushes, and a freaking donkey he hauled at me. You talk about getting scared. Oh yeah, I'm scared. You know, them things are loud, man. He was only made like forty feet from me, dude. That was loud. I was like, holy shit. You know, when he first hit you, he was like, what the hell's that? You know, it takes you like half a second to figure it out what it is. You know. And, uh, you
1: know, yeah you when know. you're not well you're not expecting a donkey to be out in the middle of the no, world no. So yeah when he starts sounding off you're kind of like
0: <laughs> yeah
1: what was that yeah that's gotta be creepy yeah a freaking
0: donkey man
1: yeah. you ever heard a cougar out there scream
0: no no well
1: i had one that happened uh did it at like three o'clock four o'clock in the morning i think mm-hmm. And the boys were making fun of me because I was ready to go home. I was like, "No, nah, I don't know what the hell that is. I'm ready to go in there. Like, relax. It's just a cougar. It's just a cougar. Just a cougar. I'm like, wait a minute. Just a cougar? Can't those things
0: eat you? <laughs> oh, they're not gonna eat us. They're gonna eat somebody slow. <laughs> yeah. There you go. They can't really kill you. They can maul you, but not really kill you.
1: They'll eat your. They're gonna eat our bait. They're not gonna eat us.
0: <laughs> yeah. There you go. But yeah, man, you know, that's weird. I think some of the stuff that happens out there is, is paranormal also. Uh, that same friend that, that, that got that owl uh, sound, he's also got this uh, one, and you, you can hear something go, nope, nope. Just just says nope. It's, it's a clear nope. You uh, he heard something go, brr, just like that, Burr. Yeah. Ooh. Well, what do you think about uh, the
1: uh imitating stuff that they've heard?
0: like people yelling stuff like that? I think they do it. I think I've heard enough reports of them doing stuff like that, that they do it, you know. I, I don't know exactly why they do it, or if there's a reason for them doing it other than just doing it. But, you know, I, I've, I've heard reports of them doing it. And, you know, some people feel like they were being drawn in. You know, you, you get that too. But I, it just makes me wonder. They are just do it sometimes, just do it? Because I've heard – People say that they've heard them imitate chickens and ducks, and you know what's the point in doing that? You know, yeah. I
1: mean, how do you explain people hearing like car door slam in the middle of the woods when there's no <laughs>
0: parking lot? Okay, I mean, it's funny you said that. Uh, you, you know, my son. You met my son. Uh, yeah, we were out there one time, and, and and I was up ahead on a trail, and there was a big tree. It would fall, and it was sticking up out of the ground. So I'm walking up this tree, you know, just to be silly. And As I'm going almost to the top, he's like, "Hey, Dad." I said, what? He says, I heard like a car door slam over here. And I said, what? He says, yeah, there was like a car door slam. That's what it sounded like. Uh, But I didn't hear it. But I went back maybe a month or so later and I heard the same thing. It sounded like a car door slam. It sounded like there was a car in the woods and someone slammed the door. You know, so I I, I don't know what the heck that, you know, what can make that sound, you know. But that's what I heard, too. And he's like, he heard it, too.
1: Wow. That, yeah. I mean, people hear all kind of crazy stuff out there. Have
0: you ever seen the lights? I've never seen the lights. No. Never seen, no. Only one only thing I've seen the lightning bugs, but that's about it. Yeah. The lights are creepy,
1: man. Trust me. I'm going to have to try to, we got to hook up one night and just ride out there. Yeah. Yeah. There's birds that make creepy, you know, make, you know, like mockingbirds or even somebody's, uh, Parrot might have got loose. There's always a possibility. Hey Roman, would you
0: know what bird can sound like a car door? Just by, uh, 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 for people who don't know, there's a, a gentleman named Roman uh, commenting in the chat. He says that birds can mimic everything and electrics or electronic sounds and, and car doors. I know about the electronic sounds. I think I, can't ravens do that? I don't know.
1: Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Or oh, I'm I sorry, you? Roman. You're a woman. Sorry. I, I I think that I think that's Brian.
1: Yeah, he was buddies with Crap Smokey. Mm-hmm. Why does it say Facebook user?
0: Um, because he probably didn't get permission to use his name. Oh. Uh, yeah,
1: I thought, I thought you got to make your Facebook payments
0: or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but well, my first trip to Falk, that's where I met Brian, and he actually took me to the Crabtree property. And I yeah, he
1: he does that tour like for that, his buddies. He did yeah. that for us too. We drove around. And he we checked out everything. That was pretty fun. He you took did. Us-
0: So What's you that? you been to the Crabtree property?
1: Uh, no, I think we just went around to where like the where the movie was filmed and, okay. and all yeah. the different locations, the Ford House, right? Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. going to check that out. Yeah, uh, I, I, I got to see the skeleton. Did you?
0: Yeah, I sure did. What did you think about it? It was freaky, and it still stunk. It That's still what I stunk. heard.
1: I need to go see it. I, I never, uh, I haven't got to see it yet.
0: It's I still got it. I, uh, I'm sure to do it, but I know when I went, it was ready. Uh, I guess Crabtree's widow was ready at the point where she wasn't letting anybody else go on go on there. So I may have been one of the last to go, if not the last. So mm-hmm. Brian, Brian, I always thank you for that, man. Every time I talk about that, I always, man, Brian hooked me up. He hooked me up really good. Yeah, yeah.
1: he's he knows that area. He knows everybody. He we went out got hamburgers. They were really good hamburgers. I think it's called Allen's hamburgers. I could be wrong. I don't remember.
0: She was talking
1: about, oh, no. Okay. okay. Oh, I'm sure they oh, as yeah. well,
0: if they can hear it, they can mimic it. He said Fran doesn't live there anymore. I guess that's the widow. Oh, okay. And then he said, yep, maybe the last to go. So I was honored by that. And Smokey, he, he himself is just an amazing person. I'd like to get Brian on here one day to talk about him. Uh, Smokey had so many accomplishments in his own personal life, you know. He was a hell of a fisherman uh, yeah but he had all kinds of stuffed animals in his uh i don't know if it was the garage or his building whatever it was I mean, he had snapping turtles and hogs and um, a big snapping turtle one of the biggest snapping turtles i've ever seen he was huge uh, hmm. yeah there, there was like this tournament this fishing tournament i uh, was those called, those uh, little boats pea boats i think brian was a little boat that he was in he was in a this little bitty boat and all these other people were in these big vessels out there, and, and he and he won the fishing tournament. You know, I forgot oh, what they were. Little, in. Yeah, I forgot what boat. Yeah, I forgot what little boat they were in. Yeah, man. that's cool, man. Yeah, he was he was like he was like a boxer. I think it was I think it was Golden Gloves boxer. You know, a champion. He was a merchant marine. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think I think he was like a. There he goes. A, a pyro. Pyro. I think it was he called it. I don't know how you really pronounce it. He says Piro. That's what Lupus says. But uh, yeah, I know he was like some kind of a welder. Uh, oh, there he goes. He'll tell you what he called. It, it, was, like, it was something like a 150, 200 two hundred pound alligator gar. Wow. Little, yeah, and his little bitty boat. Everybody else was out there on these big boats, you know.
1: He knew what kind of bait
0: to use and everything. You know, just was. he probably just went noodling, knowing him. He was He was. He was the. Uh, the original outdoorsman, the original survival man, you know.
1: Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: that's
1: cool. You got to meet him. I didn't. I didn't get to meet him. I think. Well, I didn't meet him ago. either.
0: I, I, I didn't meet him either. I just went out to uh, his property. Oh, okay. I think. Okay. He, I, yeah, I, 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 think I think. I think he had just passed away prior to that.
1: Yeah, because I, I think it wasn't too long after he passed away before I got out there. Okay. But yeah, Brian jumped in the uh we we had a truck and he jumped around showed us around showed us Mm -hmm. where different parts were uh filmed and everything so it was pretty cool
0: so he had a gigantic treble hook
1: sweet yeah you kind of need that big hook
0: yeah yeah man um what about you man what 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 kind of uh weird experiences have you had other than what you've talked about already? Other than Bigfoot? Yeah.
1: Well, I, I didn't the know. Yeah. Well, you're talking about out in the woods? Right. Oh, I got a good one for you. There was one time me and uh, Bob and Travis, we were, uh, doing, uh, were doing recordings. When we do these, we just go park somewhere, like, off far away from everybody and We'll sit out probably either all night or, you know, good couple hours till somebody gets tired or whatever. So we all agree to leave pretty much. And there was this one time uh, that weird uh, parabolic mic setup I was telling you I had Mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to use it. So we went out to this one spot and uh, we parked somewhere. And uh, we set up this recorder kind of far away from where we were at. And we walked back, we sat down, we had some long chairs with us, and Bob stayed in the truck. And, uh, you know, we were hearing uh, coyotes and all kinds of stuff. We were just looking up in the air, checking out the uh, sky. You can see satellites flying over. Mm -hmm. Well, as I'm looking up, this light comes straight down from the sky. And it's so weird. It was like a weird sci-fi movie. Like one of them old school cheesy uh, sci-fi movies where they shoot a laser, but it looks like a block and you can see the edge of it and everything. So this comes down and it hits the ground. And when it does, the whole forest lights up. The whole place. And then it sucks right back up. And and, uh, Bob thought that I was trying to take a picture of him. Cause i used to always be sneaky and try to catch him either sleeping or doing something you know just messing with him all the time and he's he's and i'm sitting there like and uh, and Tra- travis didn't see it come down but he saw it go co- go back up because it was so weird it just came down lit everything up and then went back up mm. well he saw it when it went back up and then you know we're kind of just sitting there like what was that and then uh bob starts Quit messing around with me just leave me alone quit taking pictures of me i don't appreciate it. you know he's he's getting all mad we're like but we ain't taking no pictures of you did you see that and he's like see what i just y'all kids always messing with me you know Graccio man style you know so yeah that was a weird experience that happened out there i mean when it lit up it lit up all the woods it was it was really strange it was like no shadows and you could see, it was, I don't know, it was just crazy. You could see every detail in the woods, no shadows. Hmm. It lit up the whole woods. And then it, and it was only for like a couple seconds. Hmm. And I have no idea what it was. I've talked to a couple other people. And I've talked to people on UFOs and all that stuff. Nobody's had anything happen to them like that. And see, I would have just brushed it off if I was the only one there but Travis saw it and well, Bob kind of saw it, you know, he was, he was either looking at his phone or, or getting a little shut eye, hmm. you know, cause he, he just kind of went out just cause of me, you know, I was like, the, right. you know, he kind of really didn't want to go, but he didn't want he was like, all right, well let's just go for a couple hours or whatever. Hmm. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was one of my weird experiences out there. Hmm. So, so if any, anybody else seen anything like that,
0: please let me know. <laughs> uh, I, I'll tell you about my U- UFO experience real quick, but Brian uh, talked about this. I guess he's talking about the vocals. Since so is uh, Smokey Crabtree. His researchers suggest, I guess, when they're young, they sound like a kitten when close. A young goat when they're further back. A dog hung up in the fence. A young night owl trying to master its voice. At the fourth step, the bigfoot is typically farther back, out of shotgun range, and then the fifth one is holler or bellow out like a loud elephant. Hmm. You talking talking about about recording? I I guess about Smokey's research. You know about what he's, uh, I guess, at different stages. I, I, that's what I'm getting from this different stages maybe of the uh, Bigfoot's life. You know, as, as they're growing. As, hmm. uh, I, or maybe that, was that when they're closer, or when they're closer to you, they sound like a young kitten when they're close. And then as you get further back, it's like a dog hung up on the fence. And then... A young oh, you're uh, talking
1: about the, about
0: the stages of the sounds? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty interesting. Cool. But... uh yeah my only uh oh, yeah bigfoot mimicking okay so my only uh ufo experience was um uh, i was out fishing in Galveston. i was on the seawall, you know there on, on, along the jetties actually and the person i was with uh i don't say things we don't talk anymore uh p points he was maybe you know 60 feet down you know you know when you fish on the surface it's easy for your lines to get crossed uh yeah and uh So I was casting out and he goes, Hey Joe, look up there. And he points to, he points up and to my left. So I look up and we see this round disc. I mean, it's maybe 300 feet above us. It's just slowly, slowly. I mean, ever so slowly moving across the sky. No sound, no lights. Uh, It was a clear night that night. There was, there wasn't a cloud in the sky. Uh, You know, uh, I don't know how bright the moon was but the moon was definitely bright that night. I mean, you could see clearly in the sky, like I said, maybe 300 feet from us, um, and we were maybe uh, a couple miles from the airport, that little landing strip. And when those planes were coming in, you could hear those planes coming in, even though you could barely hear them, you could still hear them. And this thing wow. was, right up, was 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 literally right above us, and just moved so slowly. And we probably watched this thing for five minutes. That's how slow it was going from move from our left to its, you know, to our right. Until it got out of sight, but it was—I mean—it just looked like a, almost like a frisbee shape that was turned upside down. You know, that's what it looked like. You know, it had there was some black and gray to it. Wow! Yeah, yeah. and no lights. No lights, and just so smooth, like it was like on rails or something. There, there was no shaking. Because I've heard people talk about that—that that they've kind of seen it, kind of shake a little bit. This thing wasn't shaking at all. It was just moving so slow. I, I don't know how it stayed up in the sky slow as it was oh. moving. Like the wind or nothing was affecting it, yeah, just yeah, just like I said just like it was on rails or something, you know, just just coasting along, and wow, and whatever, like I said, whatever it was to me it was moving too slow to stay in the sky,
1: you know? yeah, like any of our stuff would have fell
0: out, you know, yeah, yeah, so this so, thing was like in hover mode, yeah, yeah, and it just it it, it never changes speed, I don't know what happened when it got out of sight, but that's exactly what it did, and I was all I was wondering, man, I hope I don't get beamed up. You know. Whoa! <laughs> you don't want that. I don't want. So you real. don't
1: you don't think it was a drone or anything? Or well, they got <laughs> lights on drones. I mean, if, if you're right.
0: if you're asking me if it was like military stuff, I don't think it was necessarily our stuff. Okay. Now, if it was a drone for them, it could have been a drone for them. Because it was, yeah, you- it was, it wasn't huge. It was it was probably a little bit bigger than uh, than you know than like a small airplane, like you know. Oh, okay, you know, like 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 those little bitty personal planes that people use with the single props, it's maybe a little bit bigger than that in diameter, but not much bigger, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, it like it, it a wasn't small. a small, yeah, it wasn't a big vessel, a big ship, that's for sure, you know.
1: Yeah, and plus, if it was a drone, you can hear the propellers, yeah, the, buzz yeah, yeah. the And then, yeah. I think if, if, they're, if it's a big enough,
0: I think you got to have lights on it. That's interesting. Yeah. So was it ours? I don't, I don't know for sure because Ellington Field is right up the road, basically. You know, this Ellington yeah. Field people don't know that is a is a military base.
1: And see, you definitely can't fly no drone around that area because right. you're in the you know flight zone. So
0: yeah, you know, even if you are military, I guess you would have to clear it with the airport. Hey, we got a a low flying uh, whatever we're going to be running tonight
1: you know
0: yeah people are aware of it
1: now it didn't affect your fishing did,
0: did it no I, I never i don't catch anything anyway so, no, <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. so i just everyone, I, I, I go out there and I, I just feed the fish that's what i do
1: you feed them with your bait yeah i just feed them yeah i don't really have the patience for that uh fishing now, you, i mean my dad was a big fisherman but it didn't catch on to me i used to go almost every weekend He'd be, I was like, he'd like, hey, we're going fishing. I was like, uh I don't
0: want to go. And I would go like late at night, early in the morning, you know.
1: And you catch nothing, not even accidentally?
0: Catch a that, or No, I didn't catch anything, I don't think, that night. Yeah, I don't think we caught anything that night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, maybe it did affect
1: you. Maybe that was the night you were going to get. The the, the the big one? The big one. and
0: Yeah, yeah but those are the good old days, man. I hear you. So uh, about some ghosties, you seen any ghosties or had any. In the house oh, I used to live in uh, when I was married, we had a lot of paranormal activity out there in there. Uh, we had moved in that house and we weren't even there a week. I was laying in bed. And I felt like something got on the bed. I thought it was my dog because I had a boxer, and you know he's not supposed to be in the room. So I, I was gonna, you know, get up and tell him to get off the bed, you know. And uh, there was nobody there, or nothing there, but I felt the bed go down like someone sat in it. And then maybe like the next week, I felt it again, and everybody was in the kitchen. I mean, everybody, you know, my ex and my kids. So I go in there and I say, "Hey, uh, I think we, I think this place is haunted." <laughs> and they were like, "What?" And I was like, yeah. So right away, stories. Everyone had a story. By really? time, yeah. By this time we hadn't even been in the house two weeks. Uh my daughter was like, Yeah, there was uh, their 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 closet in their bedroom. It's a kind of had the accordion doors, you know, open to the right and to the left, and they come back together in the middle. Um uh, so it, it it wasn't deep, it was real shallow, you know, a few feet, you know, deep, just wide enough to hang clothes, really. Yeah. And, But it was real long and there wasn't a light in there. There wasn't no need for a light because the whole thing opened up and the the bedroom light itself was enough. But she said that the closet was open one night and she saw a flash come out of it like someone had taken a picture. You know, yeah, like someone had taken a picture, you know. And then, uh, you know, we kind of went around the table and people were talking about, well, people, kids, (laughs) like there were just people there, right? You know, my, yeah, you know. what kind of house are you running in there? <laughs> so, yeah, my, you know, my mother two kids were like, yeah, we, you know, I heard footsteps. I didn't know where it was coming from. Uh, you know, just weird stuff like that. And as we started living there more and more, um, you know, we all heard the footsteps. And it's not like someone in, in boots, you know, walking in the house, you know, and even and even the dog, he would like get up and just like not really run. But like, you know, the dogs kind of trot real fast from one room to the next. That's what he would do. He would do that. He would go like to the kids' room, then to our room in the back, and then come back to the living room. And he had this look on his face, like I know there's something here, you know? Wow. Yeah, yeah. He he would do that from time to time. And uh, uh, so, as time went on, um, my daughter, uh, I was watching TV. It was late at night. It was like midnight one night. I was watching TV, and and she comes out of the room. She goes, "Dad, there's something in my room." And I said, "What do you mean?" She goes, "There's something like a dark figure standing in the corner." Of my room, and it went from one side of the room to the other side. So, oh. I had a kind
1: of like that one standing over me.
0: What yeah, was that? What was that right here? Where's yeah, there you go. It'd be so funny that thing moved. Oh, dude,
1: I, <laughs> I jump out the window. I'm in the second story. But anyway, you were saying shadow. So, that's creepy.
0: Yeah. So she said it moved from one side of the room to the other side, and. That's where she came and got me, and uh, so I told you know my son Jacob. I said, "Hey, go get my recorder." Because by this time I already had, I was I had a recorder for when I want to go out to the woods, you know. And I told Jacob, "Hey, go get my recorder. Make sure the battery's still good, and we'll go in there. We'll do an EVP session. I had never done a damn EVP session in my life, so." Uh, he goes to my room, gets the recorder. And I don't pay attention, but him and my youngest go to go into the bedroom. My you know my daughter's bedroom. My girl girls shared her room. They go into the room and he comes out, he is white as a ghost. He's like, Dad, you gotta hear this. So we're all huddled around. And I also have that EVP. I'll send it to you too. And he's and he plays it and it says, and he asks, Is there anybody here with us? And you hear a voice go, Yeah, just like that.
1: I think, I think I remember that. I think you okay. didn't you share that a
0: while back. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I may have I may have sent it to you and to Lupe before probably right back when that happened. You know
1: yeah and I was like hey man you know me I don't- <laughs> yeah
0: and there was you know and I'm I'm here to tell you there was nobody in that room with him you know but the funny part is my daughter had her iPhone and she was recording but her phone didn't pick anything up Jacob's oh. recording my recorder picked it up I mean but it's clear is anybody here with us yeah you know so I went in there with my phone and oh I know there's a lot of uh information out there about if orbs are real or orbs aren't real if they're dust or insects i'm here to tell you that house was clean as far as insects go and there was you could see these little orbs just, just whizzing around the room and they weren't just like going from one side of your screen real slow to the other i mean they were like making turns sharp turns you know and i don't know what the heck that was but uh, i got plenty of video of that and and the, the you know the ac wasn't even on so it couldn't have been dust blowing around, you know, not to say dust doesn't float around. I'm sure it, it does, but I just don't think that's what it was. I, I think these were orbs. Wow. Yeah. And, um, uh, so shortly after that, um, uh, it was a Monday night game The Texans were playing in, in San Diego. So it was a late game for us here in Houston. And, um uh, uh, we, uh, uh I stayed up and watched the game and at the time you know i was going through issues whatever you know with my marriage So, my my ex went to go lay down and after the game was over i watched espn for a while and looking at the highlights and see what they're going to say about the texas because that year was supposed to be like the year for them right which you know we all know how that goes and so uh <laughs> we uh, uh I went into the bedroom, and she's sitting there on the edge of the bed. she got the covers over her head, sitting down, all i it up. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And uh, She says, well, you know, uh, there were issues with her parents. That's the whole reason why we moved over there, because it was from her parents. And oh, wow. uh, she came in to lay down. She was feeling bad, kind of depressed a little bit, I guess. And she says so something laid down in the bed next to her and put her arm around her. And said, Everything's gonna be okay, Miha. She heard the voice, which people don't know what that means. It's like saying, Everything's gonna be okay, baby. Miha's like a term of endearment, you know. And yeah, but she heard that voice audibly, heard it out loud. And Whoa. That, that freaked her the hell out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But then, uh, uh, so shortly after that, you know, I wind up, you know, leaving or whatever. And, uh, uh, when I left there, man, I had like hog meat and duck and squirrel and rabbit in the deep freezer. And I, and I where I was at, I didn't, I didn't have any room for a deep freezer. So my daughter was like, that. I'm going to start cooking this stuff. So, yeah, cook it, whatever, cook it. So she cooked some uh, some duck and she called me up said, hey, come over because, I, you know, I made some duck tacos. You ain't got to tell me twice. I'll be there, you know. <laughs> and so I went over there and when I got there. Um uh, she's like, Hey, because uh, at this time her her now fiance, her then boyfriend was living there, and she goes, we were telling Cameron about all the stuff that goes on. I didn't mean to say his name, but she said, We're telling him about everything that was going on, and he didn't, you know, he doesn't believe in this stuff. And we were telling him, dude, the you know, the shower would come on, the sink would come on. The shower in the bedroom, it was one of those uh showers they had the knob, you had to pull it out and then twist it right or left for hot or cold water. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. the shower would come on. So that took some force to pull that knob out. You know, it was it was like a big knob, probably about the size of a softball, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you had to pull it out, turn the shower. So if you can explain to me how that shower head came on, I I'd be happy to accept it.
1: You know, I mean, it would have to be a lot of pressure in the pipes, or I guess I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of yeah. it. Yeah. You
0: know? Yeah. Um, and we were talking about how the the sink would come on too. And he was like, just kind of looking at, it, shaking his head, like I don't believe in that stuff. And right on cue, the, the kitchen sink comes on. I mean, we we're, we're standing right there in the kitchen too. The kitchen table's right there. The sink's right behind us. The sink comes on. And we all just turn around and stare at the sink. And he looks at us. He walks over there. He turns it off. And he's looking around. You know. And he's like, I, he's like, I don't know what you know what happened there. I don't know what happened there.
1: I don't know how y'all did that, but yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. He thought we did something. He thought he was thinking that we did something to him. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you right now, that's that's not what happened. And uh, uh, we had a uh, so shortly after that, you know, my son's in the military. He came home on leave, and uh, he was he stayed there, uh, him and his wife and his baby, and they're laying in bed. And he says the the bedroom door starts shaking, like somebody wants to come in. You know. Like somebody wants to come in, they're shaking the, the bedroom door. And he's like, he sits up in, in, in the bed and he looks out the window and he sees that the, the cars are, are gone. So you notice know, there's, no, there's nobody there. Uh because the other, you know, my ex and the guy she's with, they were, you know, they were gone. They, they went to work. He's like, well, nobody's here. And he looked at the and he's looking at the door and it stopped shaking. And even my grandson, who at the time he was three, he sat up and he's and he looks and he, and he looks at my son, and he goes, Daddy, like, you know. He knew something was wrong. So Jacob grabs his AR, he loads it up, chambers around, man, and he points it at the door, and the door starts shaking again. You know, and he tells you know Eli, you know, my grandson, hey, you know, get, you know get with your mom, get with your mom. Uh so he, he curls up next to her and uh in the bed and he opens the front door and he he does his military thing, he clears the house, is what he said. You know, I cleared the house. Yeah, all the doors are locked, it's got burglar bars on all the doors. All the burglar bars need a key. To open and close it you know so and, and the funny thing the back door and the side door they've got like this bracket this this metal bar that goes across it mm-hmm. so there was, nobody can come in and out uh yeah so wow yeah yeah he he, he and he showed me he he shook the door my door he goes dad this is how hard it was shaking he was he shook the heck out of it you know and he was like this is how hard it was it was shaking
1: so you didn't get no history of the house or nothing.
0: Um, the 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 owners who had it before we moved in were the only owners of this house. They bought it like in the forties. They died when they were like in their nineties. This and is built in the house. Uh no, no. They both wind up going to the hospital or hospice, you know, to pass away. Okay. But, they were, but they were the only owners of this house. Um, you know, and she says uh, one of our people in the chat room says our loved ones are always around us. I'm gonna get to that here in a second. So don't uh, sound like
1: a little one to me.
0: (laughs) So yeah, so uh, they were the only orders. So we kind of suspected it was them. uh, Because also, we we had to remodel the restroom and part of the hallway. And uh, it was actually my cousin that came and did the work. So my cousin's standing there, and he's telling us, this is like the night before they start work. This is what we're going to do. We're going to fix it like this. We're going to take care of this and take care of that. Well, he picks up his arm, and and he looks at his arm, like his forearm area, and he, he kind of grabs it, and he's looking down at his arm, and he looks over at my other cousin like, 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 he, are, are you messing with me? Are you touching me? But, but he's not saying nothing. He's just giving that look. And you can also tell that he's kind of looking at my cousin like, man, you're kind of far away to be grabbing on me.
1: He's trying but, to figure it out, trying yeah, to work it out.
0: Yeah, something was happening to his arm, and, and he was trying to figure it out, and it was funny. As soon as we saw him do that, me and my family we were all looking at each other. We just all started staring at each other making eye contact, like something's happening, you know, to my cousin. And uh, so he starts talking again. He's continuing with his little speech about what he's going to do. And he picks up his arm again, and he look, he's looking at it. He looks at my cousin. He looks at my other cousin. He goes, man, what are you doing, man? He says, what do you mean? He goes, I feel like someone's grabbing my arm. He goes, Is that you? He goes, dude, I'm way over here. I can't even reach you. You know, I'm way over here. And uh, and besides that, if, if my other cousin had moved, he would have seen him out of his peripheral because we were standing in the kitchen, you know. One well, that there was any obstacles in, in the way where you could sneak around, and he's like, and he he tells me because dude, it's like something just grabs my arm, so he he grabs my arm and he he squeezes it, he squeezes it real real tight and says, "This is how it feels, <laughs> this is how my arm feels." I feel like someone's squeezing the hell out of it, and he was squeezing my arm really really tight. And uh, uh, so the next day when he came into you know to start his job, we were getting ready to go to work in the morning, and we were going to leave him there in the house, him and my other cousins, you know, the whole crew. He shows me his arm, and on his arm are fingerprints, bruises. Oh wow! Yes, dude. Now he
1: was talking about remodeling the house or
0: something. Yes, that's exactly what he was talking about.
1: They might not have been happy with that. Yeah, yeah. And that's I've heard heard stories that uh, when people start remodeling or redoing stuff, that uh, stuff gets worse. It gets crazy.
0: Yeah, it didn't get worse. I still think that they wanted him to. Remodel the house. I think they wanted him to leave it, leave it alone. Oh, yeah, yeah, they didn't want him. Yeah, doing. but it, it was funny because it took him like like two weeks to finish the job. But he said every day when he would come in, he would wait for the other guys to get there. And then he would wait for my dog, you know, to come to the door before he went and all. Uh, because, dude, I wasn't going to your house by myself. Yeah, he so ain't that. doing that. Yeah, it was funny. Then he said, anytime he had to walk from the back, because, you know, everyone was in the, the, the restroom and the, the hallway was in the back of the house. So we had to walk to the front. He said, man, he did it in a hurry. You know, we had to walk to the kitchen and the living room. Yeah. So he was moving. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't he was taking his time, strolling around, man. Yeah, he wasn't liking that. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty freaky, dude. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, when she was saying that uh, there was a loved one, or whatever, I think my dad was there because uh, uh, he was, uh, me and him were really, really close, and he, um, I, you know, at that time, I was going through all that, you know, all, all my issues and stuff, so I think he was around, and even when I moved to San Antonio, y'all know you remember that, when I moved, or did you even know I was in San Antonio? Yeah. No. In, in that area? He even, I think he followed me there. Uh, I was in a, a, a two-story apartment, or a, a townhouse, and I was upstairs, and I was I was leaning over the... It wasn't like a railing. It was more like a wall that you could lean over, you know. And it had a light switch up top and a light switch on the bottom. So we wanted to turn the light up top. If you were at the bottom, just flip the light switch on the bottom, and then the light upstairs would come on. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. If, if you were downstairs, turn the light up upstairs. Um, so I was yelling down at my daughter to pick something up, and uh, I heard the light switch right by my ear flick on, and the light came on right next to me. Yeah. And, wow. and I, I, I don't know why, but I just thought that was my dad. I, I just I just yeah. figured it was my dad. And uh, you know, I spent you know almost a year there, and I came back. And when I came back uh, to Houston, I was at my mom's house, and that we were talking and we were talking about my dad. And I was, uh, I said, yeah, I said, you know, I, I think dad's around from time to time. And I said, man, it took me a long time to get over these issues, you know. Uh, and I thought, I said, I think that's why he was around, just to kind of see me through these and. As we're talking about it and i was telling her about the light switch in san antonio uh well i thought i was in san antonio but anyway uh the light switch in the kitchen comes on and we oh. heard yeah we and her both look at each other and, i mean we, and we both heard the flick of the switch you know what it sounds like when you fit that little light switch it was the same sound yeah,
1: so it's not like a short in the yeah
0: yeah and
1: physically push that switch up
0: yeah and the light came on and we, we just kind of looked at each other and we just started kind of laughing but I think that was like the last time that I would say that I felt him around. You know, that's oh, when I started. Yeah, that's when I started. Yeah, I mean, Getting sometimes
1: it doesn't really haunt the house. And sometimes it'll haunt the person. You know, right? Yeah, that latch onto your energy. Now, I mean, uh, the grabbing of the door handle that might have been something else. I mean, I doubt Grandpa would want to scare the crap out of his grandkids enough yeah. to pull a weapon. You know,
0: right? Right? Yeah. So uh, they made you know, the thing about that house is, even though that sounds aggressive, um, I don't know if it was necessarily aggressive or if it was necessarily uh, um, had bad intent or, or, you know, or was malicious in its intent. Because I think it just wanted attention. That's what I, you know. Now, one night I did wake up in the middle of the night. Okay, like I said, my dog wasn't allowed in our room. And he, and he knew that, right? I mean, he would come all the way to the door of our bedroom and you could call him and he wouldn't come because he was like, nah, these guys are messing with me, you know? Oh, and uh, yeah, yeah, you knew you were going to get it. Hey, thanks, Jessica. I appreciate that. Um, so this, in the middle of the night, I woke up and I saw this dark figure standing right there next to me. And it was between the wall and the, and, and the bed and the window was right behind it. And when I saw it, I kind of stared at it for like maybe maybe two seconds at the most. And it, and it moved towards me. And when it moved towards me, I threw a kick, and I was—I said, "Get your, get away from me, mother!" Whatever I said, you know. And as soon as I kicked and i, I, I came down, here comes my dog coming running into the room. So he was ready coming into the room when that happened. So, oh uh, wow, yeah. And then that figure just disappeared. You know, it just—it just vanished. So that was a weird, a weird night for sure. You know. So,
1: do you think there was multiple? Things going on, or
0: this figure—it had a woman's shape. It looked like a woman. It almost looked like a woman in a dress. It, it, it was, but it, but it was solid black, and that's what exactly what it looked like. But it looked like a woman in a dress, so I wonder if that was the you know the lady. And yeah. like I said, she you know she moved towards me, and it was more me who got scared. Now that I think about that, and I replay that event, it was more me that got scared. It was more me that freaked out than I think that figure was actually. Trying to scare me, you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, maybe it was. I don't know. Who knows what yeah. the intent was? You because know? if
0: it because if it wanted to do anything to me, it it it, it had me. I wasn't going to stop it, you know, with a kick because I went right through it, you know.
1: Well, I mean, you may be the first guy who did karate on a ghost.
0: <laughs> yeah, kung fu. It's, yeah, all I, my years. I never heard that before. Yeah, so. yeah. All, all my years in a Shaolin Temple paid off. You know. Oh, well, there you go.
1: Good. Did a little kung fu on a on a ghost.
0: Yeah.
1: And it, it seemed cool. to work.
0: Yeah, it went away.
1: And see, that that's the rules that I have with ghosts, you know, uh if I can't punch it, shoot it, or stab it, I don't want nothing to do with it. So you kind of proved a little point there by doing a karate kick on one or a Shaolin kick on it.
0: That's pretty crazy, man. Yeah man. Yeah, but uh yeah, that was definitely a crazy place to live at. But like I said, it was nothing really scary. It was nothing really, uh, you know, evil. I would yeah. say. Yeah, you didn't have that sinister feeling where. Yeah, like like we were in in jeopardy. Like blood dripping from the, walls <laughs> yeah. the wall. Yeah, we hear no voice or hear voices say, "Get out!" You know. You, and you and gotta it, tell
1: me twice. Just yeah, yeah, up.
0: I, I don't know why people stay when they hear stuff like that.
1: Get out! All right, y'all. I'll see y'all later. <laughs> I just stopping <laughs> by. Yeah. I was gonna live here, but not no more. Yeah, so so when you moved in that house, did the
0: people say hey uh the people that used to live here died? And No, I mean there were they were the original owners. The people that that we bought the house from was their kids.
1: Okay, so but home. the but the parents had already passed. Right.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they had yeah, passed but the they already.
1: died they died in the hospital
0: or or the, the, the hospice, hospital, yeah. Yeah or another place. But mm-hmm. well,
1: that is strange, maybe. I mean, maybe it could have been them and your pops. Who knows? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And it was funny, because when I was talking to someone about that, uh, we were just talking. I hadn't even mentioned the footsteps. And they were like, do you hear heavy boots in your house? And I'm like, yeah. You see, And then he asked me, he goes, do you think that's your dad? I had never mentioned any of that to him. Yeah, so. Oh. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's
1: funny that story that you just told about the sitting down on the bed. I don't know if you heard uh, one of my episodes on the Random Show that I did where I talk about Grandma after she mm-hmm. had passed away. Yeah. Uh, someone someone would come sit on my bed and rub my right. back right. I would I would lay there thinking about how I miss her and how I'm probably yeah. her. And, You know, just thinking about her real hard, you know, and then someone would sit down on the bed and of course I'd be like freaked out and then I'd start crying, you know, and yeah. And, uh, finally I'd get the, uh, you know, brave enough to yell out my dad's name and he'd come in. He was, I mean, I would probably, my dad, I'd probably drove him crazy. I'd be, you know, always yelling his name in the middle of the night and he'd come check. Oh, what now? <laughs> um, yeah. So I would yell out his name and then, you know, after I shared that story, Mm-hmm. Um, I had other family members like you said ex- talk talk about experiences that they had in yeah. that house. Yeah, you know they thought they were the only one. They felt alone because they couldn't talk about it to mm-hmm. anyone. But when I'm sitting there, you know, spilling my guts about you know and my grandma rubbing my back and stuff, and then uh, one of them starts talking about they would see these orbs going up and down the hallway at that house, and I've never seen that there, but. And then my mom, there's another uh, episode where I talk about my mom seeing lights, but not at that house. She was, you know, she went to her aunt's house and her aunt was going through a lot of, uh, you know, problems with her, you know, uh, husband or man or boyfriend. I don't know how they did it back then, but uh, she would see these orbs going up and down her or going down the hallway into her room. And my mom had no idea what that was and uh i remember my mom talking about some lights and then i recently asked her and then that's when i told the story um also uh some lady was trying to uh hook her up with her son and my mom said she wasn't attracted to that guy at all hmm. so then that lady would make uh canned peaches or whatever jar where well, they put them in the jars i guess okay and so she came with two of them and she said uh this one is for you know, y'all. And then this one, is especially for your mom, you know, for my mom, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, nobody can have these peaches. These are for her and my mom. And my grandma was like, Oh, okay. You know, kind of like suspicious. I mean, that sounds suspicious. Anybody with common sense would be like, why can't nobody eat these peaches, but they can eat these. So she put them up on the shelf and she left both of them there. And she said, by the end of the week, the one that was for my mom, had turned, the, uh, turned black hmm. and there was worms in there. Okay. And so my mom believes that that lady was trying to do some sort of brujaria on her where exactly. she would fall fall in love with her son. Huh. But luckily that my grandma was smart enough to like say, you know, you're not eating these. And my mom was like, well, I don't like peaches anyway. Mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> so, that's funny. Yeah, and I mean, that's stuff that happened Way back. My mom was like a little girl. And my mom's going to be 90 next year. Man. In March, gonna be 90. So the stuff that they used to do back then, you know, and when they, you know, she tells me stories like that, you know, and then I'll ask her about La Chusa and stuff like that. and She knows about all that stuff, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. She knows all about it.
1: But uh,
0: I got one more story for you. And uh, if you want to keep on going, it's up to you. But I- I'm going to tell you one more story because because you reminded me when you talked about your uh, uh you your grandmother so uh when my grandmother passed away uh, you know my my dad and my uncle you know they're twins but they were very close to their mom of course you know and my uncle was telling me that uh one night he was just feeling really bad you know he, had miss, he was missing his mom a lot and uh, he told my aunt hey i'm gonna go i'm gonna go lay down i'm gonna go to sleep you know it was kind of early you know and he, he went, he fell asleep. And he said that night he had a dream that uh, his mom came into the room, bent over and gave him a kiss, you know? And, uh, you know, and that was it, you know? And uh, she may have said something to him, I don't really remember that part, but she came in, bent over, gave him a kiss and, and that was it, you know? And uh, I don't know, two, three weeks later, he's, he was talking and he said, he said when he woke up the next day, he felt really good. He felt really, you know, energized. He didn't feel, you know, that depressed anymore. And, So he was a couple weeks later, he was telling my aunt about this dream, you know, and how real it felt and how good he felt when he woke up, you know. And he felt like, you know, like she was kind of coming to him, telling him everything's going to be okay, everything's going to be all right. Oh, my aunt said, you know, she goes, that night when you went to bed early, she goes, I went in the room to check on you and I saw your mom standing over you and she leaned over to give you a kiss. Wow. Yeah. But she didn't want to tell him anything, you know. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Now that you say that,
1: the same <laughs> thing happened with my mom and my dad. See, my dad passed away probably in '88, I think. Mm-hmm. So my mom didn't want to live in that house, and this is the house where uh, my my grandma would visit me. The other house, and and so my mom moved to this house that I'm in now, mm-hmm. and. Uh, she said she wasn't sleeping she was she was getting ready to go to work or she was going to go somewhere and she my mom has this big mirror in her room and behind her is the bed and she said she was putting on her earrings and getting ready and she she looked in the reflection and my dad was sitting on the bed and she said she didn't freak out she didn't get scared and he's looking around you know and he's like You know, you did did a really good job on buying this house and, you know, you're you're keeping the family together, you know, and he gets up and the bed responds to him getting up. And then uh, she's still looking in the reflection and she's, you know, she's like, oh, yeah, it's been kind of hard. I miss you and all this stuff. And and he comes up behind her and gives us gives her a hug. And and she said, I could feel him. I could smell him and i his he was talking right in my ear like he was holding me and she said uh as soon as she turned around to look at him face to face he was he wasn't there and she said she was wide awake this happened you know like probably a couple months after we moved here and she never said anything because she you know yeah they you know she thought it was weird or whatever and um yeah and then finally she told me and i was just like Really? And me, I'm always doing uh, bad things, you know, listening to heavy metal and partaking in the devil's lettuce back then. Not now, not no more. Mm-hmm. But I would get these boots stomping up and down the stairs. It would scare the crap out of me, dude. And it, uh, I even had a girlfriend spend the night one time, and I got cool. used. To it. I got used to it at this point. It didn't bother me no more. It's just, you know, boots stomping up and down the stairs. And this girl wakes me up. Wake up, wake up. Somebody's coming up the stairs. And I'm all like, yeah, my house is haunted. <laughs> Go yeah. back to sleep. And she's sitting up, just sitting there like she stayed up until the sun came up. And she's like, I got to get out of here. I can't do this. I ain't staying at your place no more. Damn. So, Yeah. That's one of the crazy things that's happened, and so it's it reminds me of that story that you just told about mm-hmm. you know my mom had the same thing happen and then um she believes that she's had uh interactions with angels um, my mom she went to a gas station one time and um she said she was getting gas. And she said this real beautiful lady came around the, you know, the pump. Mm -hmm. And she said this lady was like saying, oh, my mom was dressed up for church. She was going to go to church. And my mom, I don't know if you've seen pictures, but my mom, she dresses flashy. You know, she wears like nice bright colors and she likes to stand out. Uh, And she's, you know, she dresses, she takes pride in herself. You know, we'll say that. You know, there's nothing wrong with she takes pride and she wants to look her best on Sunday and, and this lady's like, oh, wow, you look so beautiful. And, you know, you're such a good person. And my mom's like, why is this lady saying that I'm a good person and all this stuff and, you know, giving me all these compliments? She's, this lady is talking to my mom like she knows her. Mm-hmm. And my mom has kind of got this, you know, like uh, kind of weird feeling, not bad, but just kind of she thought it was real odd the way the way she was talking to her and so my my mom was like uh well you know thank you you know for saying that you know and so my mom turns around to put the pump the gas back in the pump and uh she turns around she said the lady was standing right next to her Mm -hmm. and then she said when she did that she turned around the lady was gone and um my mom was the only one at the gas station at the pump so there was no other cars no nothing and then uh my mom just kind of walked around looking for this lady and she goes man i just got this like really good feeling like you know kind of like maybe how your uh was it your cousin or whatever that had the mom my uncle oh yeah your uncle so he you know she just felt really good you know like it it was kind of like uh the angel was gonna put in a good word for her you know Mm -hmm. so yeah that's pretty. uh She's got a lot of good stories and I try to I, I try to get her where she'll come on, uh, but she's kind of shy about that. My mom's not really about the, about the limelight. Oppos- you know, I'm completely opposite. I'm more take after my dad. Uh, you know, my dad would my dad would like get up and preach and stuff in church and stuff. And he would go to different churches. Yeah. And, you know, preach there, you know, um. So, I uh, you know, I'm more like him, you know, I don't really get shy or embarrassed or anything like that, so <laughs> that's where I get it from, yeah, me too, so yeah, I try to get stories for us that's why like if she tells me a story, I try to run and record it as me as fast <laughs> as I can
0: because I don't want to lose you know any
1: details or anything, yeah.
0: Yeah, I do the same thing when someone tells me something I'm like, hold on, let me get a pen and pencil. Give me, you know, I'm going to write this down yeah, you gotta and, they, do and they look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, just, just tell me your story. I'll write it.
1: Yeah. Or I'll try, like, I'll try to record uh, yeah.
0: stuff. Like
1: I had a guy call me today uh, from a friend of a friend who he had a Bigfoot experience out in California when he was younger. And uh, he, he, uh, he wanted to tell me about it. And I was like, oh man, heck yeah. So he, he was, he was kind of like, I'm not sure what I saw. I don't know. You just tell me what you think. And he told me, you know, his encounter and I was like, yup, sound yeah. like a squatch. Yeah. So hopefully I get that coming on one of my, uh, shows, get that put out there. But yeah. there's a lot of, uh, a lot of good people to, to interview. I mean, I mean, like I talked to Bobby um Garza Gabriel and you know yeah. finally got you. <laughs> and, uh I mean there you know people are wanting to talk to like big heavy hitters, you know, Cliff and all that. And I mean that's all cool and stuff, but man, there's just so many untapped resources that we you know we got yeah. all you go to your friend uh profiles and man yes. there's all you know, they got all these stories and you know, I'm trying to, and I got, you know, a couple of, I'm trying to get to you guys as soon as I can, but you know, I got to, I got to juggle a job and, and then editing. And so it takes a while to get them out, but everybody's got a real good, even if they think that it's not much or, you know, to somebody else, you know, somebody else hears your encounter, you know, like I said, it gives you like a, you know, somebody else might have experienced the exact same thing. So you just never know. Um, even if you think your story's not important or, you know, not much to it, somebody else may have experienced something that's very similar to what you have. And you can start putting the pieces together, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all information, it's all data. Yeah.
1: You know? mm-hmm that's what i'm trying to do is uh just collect as much as i can you know and that's what kind of got me to do the random show because man i get everything from little people to like size to ufos you know uh, and it'd be people that some of these people i had no idea that that they had any sort of uh experience you know so yeah you know even You know, people move into houses like you said, and have all kinds of weird stuff go on. You never yeah. know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just from doing my show, I've had people contact me, like you know, friends and family would come up to me, hey man, I I saw you on, on your show, and I got something to tell you, and they'll tell me what's what was going on in their house or what they would experienced, you know. So it's pretty right, cool.
1: right, and and I see that you're moving a little bit more towards the paranormal side. Which is pretty cool, and I think what you recently went out and did a paranormal investigation.
0: Yeah, I went to Mineral Wells, Texas. Went to the haunted hill house. Yeah, that was my first official uh, paranormal investigation. Yeah. Okay. Cool. How did that go? Yeah, it was. It was pretty cool, man. It was uh, uh, nothing really uh, significant happened. I guess you know. I, I heard some footsteps. They heard moving around. I was in this like this crawl space area. You had to duck down to get in. Into it was a tiny area, But right. You know, you could hear like something was walking around inside there, and I kept looking over there, and there's, there's there's nothing there. You know, one of the guys there, he had this little toy. It was a kid's toy. It was a penguin, and he had like this little fiber optic looking uh, hair on top of his head. And if he touched that hair, the toy would go off and play music or, what, or whatever and uh so he sat it down in the room that he had it in was like a kid's room there's this little boy his name i think his name was toby where you know he died there in the house so we had we had that that toy sitting there and we're sitting there we're kind of chatting back and forth that that little penguin just kept going off playing this little music you know they would light up and everything you know wow wow that's yeah cool. yeah and then he the this gentleman he actually built his own spirit box it, it almost like one of those little martial speakers you know those little Marshall speakers, you know, but he built it himself, and uh, he was uh, 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 showing me how it worked, going through all the, telling me about the di- different free, uh, frequencies and stuff like that, explaining it to me. He says, "I'm gonna go upstairs, and I'm gonna do, a, I'm gonna do a session." I said, "Oh, that's cool, man. That's cool." You know, I said, "I said, do you mind if I go with you?" And before he could answer, a voice came through that spirit box and says, "Come up." You know? <laughs> yeah. It was just, it was so funny. And Lytham, he says, Well, come on. He says, He said, Come up. Dang. Yeah, that was pretty cool, man. That's pretty cool.
1: Now, um, do you do anything sort of to protect yourself from anything bad or anything, you know, any prayers or I don't know what? Because, I mean, I wouldn't want to go because I'd be afraid to get any sort of attachment or anything like that. I mean, i'm I'm kind of happy with the way things are going now in my life, and I sure don't need no craziness going on with attachments like that so
0: yeah i'm not I'm not a very religious person, I guess you could say, but uh more spiritual side so i I did some stuff outside for myself, you know protect myself with like a what's called a round like in a white light kind of thing, you know is what I call it you know, and it seemed to help out and uh, so nothing happened to me in there, nothing happened to me here at the house so just kind of what i do
1: i hear you yeah man you gotta be careful with that stuff
0: mm-hmm.
1: You don't need any of that it can get really weird yeah really right especially that. if you get something some sort of negative attachment you know right I mean, it's all fun and games until like i said blood starts coming out of the walls and <laughs> your dog transforms into a dog man and try <laughs> 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 Tries to eat your face or yeah. something, you know? Yeah. Or I you mean, watched enough scary movies. I, I, you know, maybe, maybe it's just me, but I'd whether or not even. No. Yeah. <laughs> that break that breaks my rules about the physical stuff.
0: Smart man. <laughs> there you go. Someone commented. Big dog, smart man. <laughs> Thank you.
1: I try. Well oh, cool man. Uh,
0: well I guess that's yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's it, man. i do. certainly uh talked a lot about a lot of different things. Things I, I'm sure you probably didn't know about me, you know. Well, you know, they say I'm sort of the
1: Barbara Walters of the cryptid. I'll start talking, I'll get I get people to talk about stuff that they would have never shared. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes they leave me like Yeah. You probably shouldn't have told me that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, man, I'm glad you opened up, and yeah, man, thank you for your time. And yeah, man,
0: anytime you just need a filler, you, you know, I'm, I'm pretty big and chunky. I can fill it up. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay, Same to you, man. I appreciate you coming on, and I appreciate everyone in the chat room, man. Thanks a lot for all the comments and uh, staying uh, proactive with the with, with the talk show. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, appreciate it, everybody. All right. Well, all right, guys. Y'all have a good night. Big dog, you have a good night yourself, young man.
1: You too, man. Say your prayers before you go sleep. <laughs> Sweet.